I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. And welcome back to the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast here on DKPittsburghSports.com. I'm Chris Carter. He's Dale Lolly. And Dale's back on the show. Dale, we missed you last week, man. Yeah, you you ducked me because I beat you by three <laughs> picks the week before. I didn't duck you. I was on the show. Where were you, sir? You ducked me on it because I beat you by three picks. I didn't just you beat, beat you. I, no three it was a beatdown. You picked the Jets. You picked right, the I did, Jets I did, over I did, the Bills. I did pick. You the Bills. Picked, <laughs> uh, there were three of them. The three of them that you picked that I got right. You got wrong as usual, and uh, you were ducking me. So I get it. You know, it it happens. Happen. It just if, if it continues to happen like this, if I continue to whoop your behind like this, it's just going to be the lolly lolly podcast. Uh, OK, you can calm it, that down, sir. You can calm <laughs> that down. So because you had the Broncos and I had the Eagles. I told you that Jalen Hurts was. Coming no, 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 no. I had the Eagles. You, <laughs> oh, oh, oh I told you, so you, you a Jalen Hurts believer now is what you're telling me. No, but I believe that the Broncos <laughs> were without three offensive linemen, which you didn't know. <laughs> I did when I was like I was like it's Jalen Hurts he's gonna, he gonna do something to him come on now anyway. yeah I had the I had the the Eagles in that game you had the Broncos hey, there look, were three you of was, you was calling you was calling me uh what, what, what was it uh you were telling me favorite Carter or whatever this is you know always picking the favorites and I, I picked some upsets my upsets didn't hit it happens to the best of us you know all about that because I've whipped you a lot this year so that's fine that's fine yeah, you know, not even we're, close. We're back. <laughs> Keep dreaming. Anyways, we'll get back to our trash talking our pits and the picks in the second segment. But Dale, the big news, of course, this week is that TJ Watt is a full go for this game. Minka Fitzpatrick is a full go for this game. We saw what it was like when they weren't there last week and the Chargers putting up 41 points against the Steelers. But one thing I, I, I do think that's going to be really relevant for this game is you a lot of people look back at that think back to that Bengals game when they beat the Steelers 24 to 10 and they think man the Bengals just completely outclassed them I don't think that those teams were as far apart you know I don't think the Bengals offense was that much better than the Steelers defense in that game they had a couple big plays but the Steelers when Minka Fitzpatrick's been in there for the most part this year he's been able to keep the lid on things and I, I truly think if the Steelers can just take away the deep ball to Jamar Chase which at the time no one in the NFL thought was as prominent as they do now um, if, if, if they could take that away, they're going to put the Bengals in a lot harder of a situation in this game. Yeah, I mean, the Bengals had 267 total yards in that game. Yeah. Uh, you know, Burrow threw 18 passes. Uh, good for them for winning while doing that. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't like they, they dominated the Steelers or anything uh, close to that. There was some questionable play calling. Uh, if you remember the, the, the fourth down play to Najee Harris, 
uh, you know, on fourth and two down by the goal line. And uh, they throw it to him five yards behind the line of scrimmage after he had already been throwing the ball like 72 times. Uh, nobody saw that coming. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, there's, there's some uh, there, there's been a learning process here for the Steelers offense. Um, you know, the Steelers, when TJ Watt has played and played a full game this season are five and one Yeah, uh, with the only loss being to the Packers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're oh three and one when he doesn't start or misses, uh, you know, doesn't finish the game, I should say. And if, and if, he, if he misses a quarter in the game, they haven't won. When he plays all four quarters there, they've gotten all their wins this season. Yeah. I mean, that's just what they, you know, that, that's how important he is uh, to, you know, to their defense. And you saw it last week. It can't forget as well that, you know, the Steelers also didn't have Alex Highsmith in that game uh, against mm-hmm. the Bengals the first time Melvin around. Ingram. It was Melvin Ingram. It was Jerron Jones. And it was, and it was Derek Tuza playing uh, you know, all the snaps at outside linebacker. Two of those guys aren't even on the roster anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, Deontay Johnson also didn't play in that game. Mm-hmm. He's their leading receiver. He has 59 catches for 741 yards um, in nine games. So, you know, there, there were some key pieces missing in the game. Not an excuse. You can still win the game. You're yeah. still allowed to do that. Um, but, you know, it certainly makes the Steelers a much more difficult team to play against. And see, that's the bottom line here also, is that like the Steelers don't make excuses for them. And, and no one's doing that here. But it, it's still an acknowledgement of when teams are at different phases. Like, you know, we, and we talked about this last year. The Buccaneers, before their, their, bye, their bye, they were beat up. They were hurt. They couldn't they, – they, they were losing to teams that they should have been beating. But when they got healthy and they were healthy in the playoffs, they controlled their games. Was it an excuse in the earlier games? No. It was just an acknowledgement that, hey, you know what? These matchups aren't going to be the, what, the, what this roster was built to do do if the guys that they're paying aren't available and it's just a reality that the Steelers are going through but I, I really do think this is a chance for the Steelers to write because now the Bengals legitimately do have two wins in a row over the Steelers they won late last year when the Steelers started to hit their slump at the end of the season and then they beat up on the Steelers at Heinz Field to start this season I, I really do think as much as the Steelers are playing off the whole Tyler Boyd comments they, I think that they, they've circled this game for a while. Like, hey, not just because it's the AFC North, but this is they, they need to win this game for themselves, but also to kind of reassert themselves in the conversation with this team that thinks that they're, they're, the, they're the new uh, big guys on the block. Yeah, you don't want your little brother talking smack exactly. on you. Um, you know, so you, you want to reassert your, your dominance, much as I have done against you this all this oh, season. Please. And so, you know, you, every time that the, the, the little brother, uh, in this case, you starts to talk a little bit more, you got to smack him down a little bit, beat him by three games uh-huh. in the, in is, the, oh, is, is, is that, is that why you've never beaten me in fantasy football? What's your record this year? Three and O versus you. I know that. Yeah. Much. Four, six and one, four, six and one. I'm nine and two. So smoke that. All I know is, all I know is when we face each other, I'm cruising along, cruising along. I'm telling you, cruising along. I got a three game lead in my division. You ain't even going to make the playoff. You're not even going to sniff the playoffs. You're going to lose again this week. You mean like you didn't sniff this week last year? You're going to lose again this week. You're losing again this week. Oh, because the kicker scored 40 points for the other team. You want to call there. You would have bet that you, you're going to lose again this week to my son? Yeah, 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 to your son, <laughs> who got 40 points from a kicker in a week. I'm missing Kyler, Kyler Murray. Oh, and I say, you know, Excuses. 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 It's not excuses. excuses. It's acknowledgement. Just like, just like you're saying right now, it's excuses. not excuses for the Steelers. Excuses. It's acknowledgement of what, they, of what they're Excuses for you. They're excuses, excuses when you say it. Oh, it's excuses. When, when enjoy, I lose, enjoy I, your like, off hey, season. Man, I didn't have Enjoy your offseason of not being in the playoffs. Oh, Anyways. 
let's get back to the the show but the bottom line is when i lose i take my lunch when you lose you're like a fantasy fault doesn't matter so like you know like like you've done every time i've beaten you um and none of the times that you haven't that you've beaten me because that's never happened i told you we'll we'll play in the first round of the playoffs when i've got the bye and you're sitting with your team not not playing that week (laughs) because you're not in the playoffs and i'll I'll beat you again okay We'll, we'll we'll see about that anyways let's get back to the steelers i know people love our banter here and our trash talk but um this there's there's a lot of things that come down to this game now joe hayden is questionable for the, for this game but i i i i liked what i saw out of cam sutton not just from a play standpoint but from a fire standpoint you know what he made he made some really big tackles in that game against the chargers he was trying to fire up the sideline i i thought james pierre was comparable but i i do think that it's it would be very important to have hayden back out there with the full complement of the secondary so that they can have everyone communicate stay on the high level and again limit the big plays don't let jamar chase beat you over the top don't let don't let them and let that let the defensive front focus on just containing joe mixon i think you do those two things you're going to put this bengals team between a rock and a hard place yeah and you know you just mentioned all those talented players that they have on offense you know where they rank in in football outsiders dvoa where that uh that would be 23rd wow the, the steelers are 20 the steelers are 21st um, so, you know, a lot of it's because the offensive lines aren't very good. A lot of it's because they've given up 28 sacks, uh, which is second most in the league. A lot of it's because Joe Burrow has thrown 11 interceptions, which is second most in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are some warts on this, uh, on this Bengals team, much like every other team in the AFC right now. Yeah, every, I mean, every, every team who has, who, who in the AFC is the, is the front runner right now? I don't know. I have no idea. It's not the Titans no more. <laughs> that's that's why you, you play these games and, and you know, you, you don't give up on a season when you're one and three, uh, you know, as many fans were trying to do early in the season, uh, you, you play, you play it out, you let it play out, you see where it goes. And uh, you know, you beat the Bengals in this game, you put yourself in a nice position going into next week's game against the Ravens um, win that one. And there's, you know, the potential to uh, be in first place. It, it's wild to think about that. But when, when you look at the standings in the AFC right now, First place to 11th place is a difference of two games, six and five days, eight and three. That's ridiculous. I, you know, it, this is, but this is the parody of the NFL NFL wants. They want teams to be closer to, they want more, more major franchises from cities to have a shot later in the season. So people aren't tuning NFL out. I mean, it's working 38 and a half million do- uh, people watched the Raiders Cowboys game on that abomination with Sean Hockley. Oh my gosh. By the way, is that j- just, that, that crew needs to be fined, suspended, whatever needs to happen. Because this isn't the first time we've talked about how bad they are. In fact, you no, talk about it in, in your kickoffs. When they're, when, yeah. they're, when they're coming to town, you're like, watch you, out, here they come. You cringe anytime those guys are, 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 uh, are going to be your, the officials. Uh, this week it's Bill Vinovich, by the way. And uh, Vinovich's, Vinovich's crew is called the fewest penalties in the NFL. So that means all the holding is going to happen this week against T.J. Watt. Well, they've called 20 of those for the season. So that's about 20. That's, that's 20% of, of what they've called this year. Uh, I wouldn't expect a ton of those in this game. I don't know who that favors, to be honest with you, because both teams are both a little. Both teams have rough, line, rough lines. Yeah. I think if you put the two teams together, you might have one good offensive line. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but, yeah. And that's the way it is. That's that's the NFL right now. But but like you said, thirty eight and a half million people watched that 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 Raiders Cowboys game. It's the most that anyone's watched a regular season. Most people that have watched a regular season game since nineteen ninety, according to ESPN. And then it came out there was a hundred and ten billion dollar deal for the NFL to keep up their deals with ESPN, Fox, CBS, uh, Amazon, and all those channels. Uh, so like the money is flowing. Football's working. This is what they want. The parody. This is exactly. And I know some people are like, oh. 
football's boring because there's not like that dominant team that's just doing really well this year. I, I think it's more incredible because now, like I say, every game matters. Every You have to watch so many different things this week. Like we're going to break down these games. There's going to be at least six this, this week that are going to be like, man, this has major implications to what's about to happen in the playoff race and who's going to keep being seated where. So And there'll a- be six that I get right and you get wrong. Okay, you can calm that down, sir. We'll see about that. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to do those picks that Dale says that he always gets right, even though he's a liar because he'd be messing them up all the time. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Here on the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast, and Chris Carter here with Dale Lolly on DKPittsburghSports.com. Thank you for checking us out. Remember, you can subscribe to these podcasts anywhere, but especially on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are hosted for free anytime. Now, let's get to our picks. This week, Dale, as always, we skip the uh, Steelers game. We save that for last, even though that's the first up on the one o'clock schedules. Let's get a clunker out the way. Two and eight Jets at two and eight Texans. I mean, yuck versus yuck. Um, I'm going to go with the Texans. They're coming off a tough win. Rod Taylor has been able to run his back and he's been able to run for some stupid touchdowns. I think both teams stink to high heaven, but I'm going to go with the home team here. Yeah. Zach Wilson back uh, for the uh, Jets this week. Um, he, he was an interception machine before he, uh, before he got hurt. Um, I'm going with the Texans. They at least have, they have the best unit of all th- uh, of the both teams their, their defense is actually passable as a NFL unit. Yeah, it's it's a joke. Now this could be an interesting game. The seven and three Buccaneers face the six and five Colts. The Colts have put themselves back into that playoff mix of teams for the AFC in the AFC that are battling it out to see who wants to be in the wild card race. The Buccaneers have had some tough losses. They lost to Washington, um, you know, with with that ten minute drive to close out the game. But Tom Brady's trying to bring it back, and he's coming back to Indianapolis where he has owned for most of his career, uh, except for those last like I'd say four or five years where Peyton was there. He has just he has been a nightmare for Indianapolis. I think that even without Antonio Brown, I think that the Buccaneers, uh, he gets to continue that reign over Indy. But do you see Carson Wentz and Indy pulling off an upset at home? 
no 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 he says no like 12 times uh each one for tom brady the colts the colts play a lot of a lot of uh zone um brady's gonna eat that up yeah they just they, they they've done a heck of a job fighting fighting to get some of these wins, but I, I just this this is a this is a nightmare matchup for them. Yeah, and plus, I think it's gonna be really interesting watching Jonathan Taylor run up run, trying to run on the Buccaneers defense. Well, that's the thing too is is you know that's the one thing you can't do against the bot. That's the the, the key to their defense. Stuff the run. Yeah, and that's that's how the Colts have gotten themselves back into this. And let's be honest, I mean they get they're on a three game winning streak. They beat the Jets and the uh, Jaguars in the first two games. Of that <laughs> Let's not get carried away. Hey, that game last week. <laughs> they beat up on the Bills. I couldn't believe when I saw that score. I was like, excuse me. Like, I thought there was the a Bills. chance they could, they could sneak the Bills, but like 41 to 15. What were we doing? <laughs> that was, where was the, where was the Jets Bills game that week? <laughs> I need, that was the week I needed the Bills to just throw up a stinker. Um, but all right, Falcons at four and six at the two and eight Jaguars. I mean, do we care? It's just, it's 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 a rough it's a rough game. It's a rough game for both teams. Rough season for both teams. I'm gonna go with the Falcons coming in on the road. Um, not that I have too much faith in them, but they've come close in some games that they've lost this year. The Jaguars. I mean, I think that they've gotten the two wins that that I think will they'll have for the rest of the season so that they don't aren't, aren't the official first overall pick this year. But um, I, I just, I, the Falcons, I just think are a better team, even though they're not a good team at all. Falcons have been outscored 65 to three in their last two games. I know, but they're, but they're now they're playing the Jaguars. Three. 65 to three. I saw, I saw three, three. Uh, that being said, it's been three games since uh, uh, the Jaguars have gotten, a touchdown pass or an interception out of Trevor Lawrence, oh which if he gets to four this week, that will be the uh, longest consecutive game streaks in like, Oh, uh, like 82 years since a uh, quarterback has done that. I don't, I don't love either one of these teams. I guess I'll take the Falcons because it's, you know, they have got Matt Ryan, um, but I don't trust it. That's that, that, that. That's that's where I'm at. It's like it's like neither of these teams are important to me this season, and I don't trust either of them. So I'm going to take the team with the better record and with the better quarterback uh, right now. All right, now here's uh, your boy. We're, we're about to get to your boy, Dale. The five and six Panthers, the four and seven Dolphins. Cam Newton's back. If anyone's ever listened to Dale Lolly, they know he love him some Cam Newton. He has been a Cam Newton fan since he was drafted, since he was on the Patriots. Every year I've ever talked, he's been like, Chris, you better watch out for that Cam Newton feller. <laughs> so I know you're week. picking the Panthers this I'm week. I'm picking the Panthers this there week. There you go. Yeah. Cam Newton, Cam Newton at least gives the, uh, the you know, again, if, if you look at the, at the Dolphins schedule, if they win this one, they're getting to seven and seven mm-hmm. um, because they, they play the Jets. Mm-hmm. And they play, I believe, the Giants. Uh, they have games against both of those two teams coming up. So win this one and you're in good shape. Uh, lose this one. We'll see. You know, we'll see uh, both teams. You know, I, I think the Panthers have played more consistently this year. The Dolphins have come on of late uh, defensively. Uh, but Joe Horn or J.C. Horn, I should say, back for the uh, for the Panthers, that gives them three really good cornerbacks. They'll get after it a little bit. They can they can rush the passer, and uh, Cam Newton at least gives them some offense. McCaffrey's back. I think they win. 
Yeah, that's the thing. I, I I like Cam Newton legitimately. I think that I think that for what they're doing right now, he's their best option. I mean, they I said from the jump, Sam Darnold was a bad move. I, you know, there was a lot of Steelers fans. Oh, bring Sam Darnold to Pittsburgh. I'm like, yeah, you see why they didn't want to do that? He stinks. He, he's, he's horrible. I never pick USC quarterbacks. Just don't do it. I don't know why people do it. Um, but uh, but yeah, we're both going the Panthers there. Now here's an interesting game: the eight and three Titans at the seven and four Patriots. I'm going Pats. The Titans are falling apart. Uh, you know, Derrick Henry's out. AJ Brown's out. Julio Jones is out. That's the three-headed monster that they were banking on to carry them through these games. Meanwhile, the Patriots are playing well on defense. They're they're running the ball. They're doing the things that are going to annoy the Titans. I think Ryan Tannehill's just got no no help this week, and the Patriots are going to win at home. Yeah, this was going to be ugly. Um, I, I don't again. I don't think the Patriots are a great team, uh, but they're in, they better, they're in better shape right now than the Titans are for sure. The Titans are fading fast. They'll be lucky at this point to get to ten wins. Um, you know, as as currently constructed. Uh, you know, I know they won a couple of games without Derrick Henry early, but I think teams have now figured out how to defend them and make Tannehill beat you. And as they found out in Miami. Tannehill can't beat you by himself. Yeah, that was that that was a rough one. Now, here, here's what I will say: the, the the biggest factor here, though, is that they get to play after the Patriots. They get a bye week, so maybe they get maybe they get AJ Brown back. Maybe they get some health back there. They play the Jaguars at home. They play the Steelers in Heinz Field. They play the Niners and the Dolphins at home, and then finish with the Texans. They might be able to scrounge up two or three wins in there. Because they just they, lost to the Texans, so that's yeah, every anything's on the that's table. True. Every no, you're right. Everything's on the table with this team, but but they but those are also winnable games. Like, whereas, you know, they lost to the Texans last week. They could have also beaten the Texans. Like, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like how the Colts did the Bills. Um, well, they'll be the, they'll be the biggest fraud then going into the, into the AFC playoffs. No, no, I agree. Uh, they will be lining up, lining up to beat up on them in the, in the postseason. <laughs> I, I, I agree on that sentiment. Let's go to an NFC, ma- NFC East matchup, five and six Eagles at the three and seven Giants. Jalen Hurts coming to town to face Daniel Jones. I'm going with the Eagles on the road. They're going to fight their way back to six and six. Uh, listen, not, neither of these time teams really impressed me, but the Giants are a giant mess. Um, they went and fired uh, Jason Garrett this this past week. Uh, you know, so long there. I don't think I've, I've never really been, been a big understander of why he keeps getting those. Better chances. than Freddie Kitchens, who they replaced him with. Oh my gosh! And, and like again, the, the Giants are a mess, man. I'm I'm just going with the Eagles. They're, they they have the better roster. They're playing better right now. They'll be they'll be able to win this game. Yeah, I agree. I think the uh, I think the Eagles win that one. They're running the football. More than anybody, they've actually kind of taken a page out of what the uh, the Ravens do with Lamar Jackson. Just run the quarterback. Yep, run the quarterback. Use him to set everything else up, and it works. Um, Chargers is six and four at the five and five Broncos. It's the Melvin Gordon revenge game. I mean, I guess that we'd have that happens twice a year now. But the Chargers got four touchdowns with Austin Eckler last last week against the Steelers. The Broncos they've been dealing with injuries. They've been trying to figure out what what their identity is. I think this is a week where the Chargers continue their build. They're going to mile high and they're gutting out a victory to advance to seven and four. But is this a week the Broncos pull off the win, Dale? It could be, um, you know, what, what do the Broncos do? Well, run the football. I mean, they've run the ball as much and as well as anybody in the league with two, that two headed monster uh, of, of running backs. And what are I the mean, chargers? Javon, what do the chargers not do? <laughs> not Yeah. Yeah. They don't stop the run. And that's the thing that can make this interesting. Javante Williams, I believe has uh, is up there in the top five of most forced missed tackles in the NFL right now, or right up there with Najee Harris. So, uh, it's absolutely a factor. I know a lot of fantasy owners are just mad because Melvin Gordon keeps taking up his touches. Yeah. Um, all that being said, I'm going to go with the chargers. Um, you know, I, I, 
I think they're the better football team, but that doesn't mean that an upset couldn't happen here. Potential game of the week here, seven and three Rams at eight and three Packers. Of course, uh, Aaron Rodgers has had his toe. He was showing off his toes on national television this week. That was just a weird situation. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Rams. The Packers are, uh, you know, with, with Rodgers toe situation. I'm not, I'm just not believing in their, their ability to win at home in this one, the Rams, they've had their up and down moments. And if the, if the, if everything was fine, if this was a normal week for the Packers, I would pick the pack at home, but I think the Rams go into green Bay and get this one. Yeah, I mean, the Packers' offensive line is now really beaten up. Bakhtiari's been out all year. Elton, Elton Jenkins uh, had been playing left tackle for them. He's now out as well. He was their best offensive lineman. Jair Alexander still out for them. Uh, I'm taking the uh, the Rams coming off the bye. Now, here's two teams that keep just finding a way to hang around and be mediocre. The 5-5 five and five Vikings at the 5-5 five and five Niners. I like the way the Vikings played against the Packers last week. They put up some points. Justin Jefferson got involved. Adam Thielen got involved. I'm going with the Vikings in this one. I think they can do some damage on the Niners. Do you think the Niners win at home? I think they do. Uh, if you look at the, uh, the, the Minnesota defensive line, uh, no yeah, Daniel Everson Griffin situation. Everson Griffin out. Uh, they're missing uh, the, the big nose tackle. Uh, they're, they're down four star, four of their top five defensive linemen in this mm-hmm. game. That's not good against the Kyle Shanahan team. They love to run the ball. They will run the football. Wouldn't surprise me if the, if the 49ers throw the ball about 10 times in this game <laughs> and uh, they run, they run away with this one and, and win it. So there's, I believe that's our first split of the week. I, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Now uh, six and five Browns at seven and three Ravens. Um, the Browns and Ravens eked out close victories uh, last week. But now these are these are really important games that the Browns lose. They fall down to six and six If the Ravens lose. They fall to seven and four and they open the door for the rest of the AFC uh, North to catch up because they know that whoever whoever, you know, they're going whoever wins this game gains a game up on one of their AFC North opponents because the Steelers and the Bengals play each other as, as well. I'm going with the Ravens at home. I think the Browns, they've been dealing with a lot of muck. Um, not that the Ravens haven't had their own muck this year, but Baker Mayfield's arguing about the fans booing uh, Jarvis Landry's calling out coaches and stuff. There's, I think that the, the Cleveland Browns are about to fall down like a house of cards in the coming weeks. The way to beat the Ravens is throw the football outside the numbers. Um, Baker an- doesn't do that against Anthony of Well, they don't have any receivers that too. You know, Jarvis Landry's their top guy. Uh, you know, he's, he's a slot guy. He's banged up. Um, you Donovan know, the, Jones. the other guys, Donovan people, yeah. you know, he's, he's been banged up all week long. So, you know, who's, who's going to be the guy that attacks Anthony of Who's who you go after? He's the, mm-hmm. he's the, he's the Snickers bar in that defense. You he's know, you want to go out and eat that candy every time out. Um, so I don't know that they can attack the Ravens the way you need to attack the Ravens to beat them. I like, I like Baltimore. All right, Monday Night Football here. Game we, we really won't watch much of uh, unless we're really that bored. Three and seven Seahawks at four and six Washington. I mean, <laughs> Russell Wilson hasn't looked great since being back. Uh, their running back situation has been depleted. Washington has gutted out someone's. I'm actually going with Washington here. I think that they're going to be able to make some plays on the depleted Seahawks team. The Seahawks, not that Washington, I find it really good, uh, but the Seahawks have just been so banged up this year. I know Washington's missing Chase Young, but I, I can see uh, Terry McLaurin and that crew doing some damage. I'm going to take the Seahawks in this one. I think uh, you know, now in his third week back, I think uh, Wilson will uh, will be a little better. I think they'll let Russ cook a little bit in this one uh, since they can't run the football like the way they want to. And uh, I think the Seahawks show a little pride there and they need, uh, win they this one. To. They need yeah. to. And Russ, Russ, Russ needs to get a good game back. 
Um, all right, finally, back to Steelers, Bengals, five, four, and one Steelers at six and four Bengals. The Bengals, of course, won earlier this season in week three at Heinz Field. Dale, give me your final score prediction of this game and the factor that turns the tide to the team that you're picking to win. Uh, the turn, the, the thing that turns the tide is one Trent James Watt uh, playing in this game. <laughs> um, I think that they'll get to Burrow in this game. Uh, they won't. You know, they, they, Roethlisberger hasn't thrown an interception in five games. Maybe that streak comes to an end. It's the longest streak of his career. Uh, but I still think that they uh, outplay the Bengals in this one and win the game 24-21. I'm, I'm right with you. I think the Steelers find a way to win. I'm saying 27-20. Uh, to me, I, I think it's it's what I've been preaching all, all along in this in this episode. They're going to the last game. They, they were keying in on Tyler Boyd. You go back and you look at the all 22 tape and you see that's who they were focusing on to try to take away because he, he was the big name. He was the guy. They don't even like, throw to him anymore. And they don't even throw to him anymore. And so now, now that the Steelers realize, oh, they like to go to Jamar Chase, they're going to take him away now. And now Joe Burrow is going to have to win without his, without his, his favorite LSU Tiger to throw to. And now this will be. Exactly. And without him, I'm going to be, and now that TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith are going to be coming for him. I think that's going to be a, that's going to be a problem. It's the biggest factor, take away that big play. Everything else will start to fall in. And I think the Steelers offense figures out more than enough things to go along in this game uh, to put up some points. So I got Steelers winning 27, 20. There you have it. There are. And after I beat you in picks again this week, Chris, you'll need your whoopie. Uh, listen, listen, I don't got, <laughs> I don't need a whoopie. I never had, I never needed to have a whoopie. What you talking about, man? You've just gotten so accustomed to losing. That's what it is. Yes, my misery (laughs) doesn't need company, Dale. I just take it all on the chin like a true champion and get back up every time. I'm Rocky, man. I keep keep getting up. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, Dale, it's always a pleasure to do this show with you, man. Hope you have a safe travel flight or drive to Cincy. That's right. You guys drive to Cincy. I will be here for the final word doing that show after the game. So stay tuned to that on Channel 11 on uh, Sunday night on uh, for, to, to see that, to see that show. It's going to be a wonderful time. Thank you for listening to the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast. Remember to download this, this as well as all our DK Pittsburgh sports.com podcast from Apple, Spotify, Google podcasts, and anywhere podcasts are hosted. <laughs>